Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 2013. Investing for your kid's college education, the rule of five, by Wanderer of millennial-revolution.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. Now let's get right to today's post and start optimizing your life. Investing for your kid's college education, the rule of five, by Wanderer of Millennial-Revolution.com. We write a lot here on this blog about retirement, but one area I haven't covered at all up to now is saving for your kid's university education, or college as you Yanks like to call it. The reason for this is simple. We don't have kids, so we never looked into it. But lately, we've decided to set up a university savings account for my nephew. And because this forced me to learn how all this stuff works, I figured now would be a good time as any to start writing about it. How it works. So first things first, how does all this work? In Canada, we have what's called a Registered Education Savings Plan, or RESP. In America, this is called a 529. As usual, the name for the American account provides absolutely no hint as to what it's supposed to be used for. Way to go, guys. In both countries, the basic idea is that you contribute money into it while the kid's young. You invest it in a low-cost index-hugging ETF-based portfolio. Then, when the kid goes to university and needs to pay tuition, he or she withdraws it. The withdrawals become taxable income attributed to them. But since 18-year-olds rarely have any income, it's generally withdrawn tax-free. For the RESP, contributions are not tax deductible, so all contributions are done with after-tax money. For the 529, contributions are not tax deductible at the federal level, but depending on which state you reside in, state tax may be deductible. Also in Canada, RESP contributions are matched by the federal government at 20% through a program called the Canada Education Savings Grant, or CESG. CESG payments are capped at $500 per year, so it generally doesn't make sense to contribute more than $2,500 a year since you wouldn't get any more matching. This matching doesn't exist for Americans. So knowing this, is a RESP or 529 plan worth doing? That's a much longer debate for another article, as the American one is far less attractive 
since if you live in a state with no state tax deduction, the thing is basically a glorified Roth IRA with more restrictions on what you can and can't spend it on. But for the Canadian RESP, the answer is generally yes. By putting money into the RESP, you're getting an automatic 20% ROI right off the bat. What other investment can you make a guaranteed 20% return on? The rule of five. Okay, so now that we've covered the basic of RESPs and 529s, let's discuss what we should do with the money once it's in the account. Generally, when people ask me which portfolio they should build in their 401k or a Roth IRA, I tell them to treat all of their investment accounts, including 401k, RRSPs, Roth IRAs, TFSAs, as one giant portfolio. Design your portfolio according to your individual risk tolerance and investment timeline, then figure out which ETF should go into which accounts for maximum tax efficiency. The RESP or 529 is different. These funds are earmarked for a very specific purpose. And more importantly, we know exactly when the first withdrawal will be needed. This means that this account actually has a different risk tolerance than your normal risk tolerance, and as a result, should be managed as its own separate portfolio. Remember that the most important factor in determining a portfolio's equity or fixed income allocation is your investment timeline. If you don't need the money for a while, say 15 plus years, you should generally have a higher equity allocation. If you're closer to retirement and will need to start withdrawing soon, you should have a higher fixed income allocation to smooth out the volatility. And RESP or 529 accounts actually have a really well-defined withdrawal schedule. You don't need to make any withdrawals and are generally not allowed to without paying some kind of penalty until the kid turns 18 the normal age for graduating high school. Then you need to withdraw the money rapidly as cash over the next four to five years, assuming this money is used to pay for an undergrad degree. This knowledge means that we can create a really simple formula to determine your RESP or 529 portfolio's asset allocation. I call it the rule of five. Here's how it works. Take the kid's age, multiply that number by five, That's how much fixed income your portfolio should have. What this will do is cause this portfolio to be 100% equity at the beginning. Yes, this sucker is going to be volatile, but remember that S&P 500 has never lost money in investment periods over 15 years with a median return of 11%. So if you know for certain that your investment timeframe is more than 15 years, you wanna cowboy it up. Then as the kid gets older, 5% gets rebalanced every year from the equity side to the fixed income side. This will gradually make the portfolio more and more conservative over time as the withdrawal period gets closer. When the kid turns 18, their portfolio will be 10% equity, 90% fixed income, which is extremely conservative as they start their withdrawals. Then when the kid turns 20, halfway through their degree, their portfolio will be 100% fixed income. After that, they just sell off their bond ETFs as they need money, withdraw it, and then melt the portfolio down. Generally, I'm planning on using the same ETFs that I used for our investment workshop. The fixed income portion will be covered using the bond index ETF VAB, and the equity portion will generally be split evenly 
among the Canadian, American, and international stock market indexes using VCN, VUN, and XEF. Every year, as more cash gets deposited into the account, we're planning on using this rule of five to calculate our new target portfolio and we'll simply rebalance it until it's on target again. At first, we'll probably be able to do this by just redirecting our cash buys, but later on, we'll probably have to sell ETFs from the equity side and put it towards the fixed income side, which is fine since investment income, including capital gains, are tax-free in this account, so I can do whatever transactions I want and I'll never have to worry about incurring a taxable event. So there you have it. That's how we're planning on managing this RESP account. You just listened to the post titled Investing for Your Kids' College Education, The Rule of Five by Wanderer of Millennial-Revolution.com. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y.com OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear, upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. I meet a ton of people in the FIRE community that often discuss this question of saving for college for their children. I find that there are two camps, parents who feel it's their responsibility to pay for college and parents who have no intention to pay for it. I personally feel that I benefited from paying my own way when it came to school. Now take this with a grain of salt because I got a full academic scholarship and took out loans for living expenses, but I do have a sense of pride in figuring it out for myself. And I always thought that if I did have kids, I would want them to have a similar experience. I remember being annoyed in school by the kids who didn't value their parents covering the cost of their education. Perhaps if they had to cover it themselves, they wouldn't change majors five times or they would put that degree to work in a higher paying field versus staying at their restaurant job. I know I'm oversimplifying and as someone who graduated college in 2009, I recognize how hard it is to get an entry-level position in a tough economy. 
it can be argued that the cost of higher education these days makes it impossible for young people to pay their own way. But perhaps if they had to pay for it, they'd be forced to consider the return on investment of that education. Look, if you do decide that it's important for you to pay for your child's education, I would just encourage you to first make sure that you're set on your own financial goals. If paying for college is going to risk your own retirement or put you further into debt, perhaps it needs to be considered further. Your child can take out a loan for school. You, however, cannot take out a loan for your retirement. It's great to help your offspring get a good start to their adult life. But who's to say they'll be in a financial position to help you when you're in your elder years? That should do it for another edition of Optimal Finance Daily. I'll be back tomorrow as usual, so I'll see you there on the Wednesday show where your optimal life awaits.